0: Welcome, welcome, welcome! Episode twenty-three of the Halfcock Podcast. We've returned once again. Another week of debauchery, fun, and probably a little gambling and sports. To my left here, Power Man uh, sixty-seven million uh, six hundred sixty-two.
1: <laughs> I like it. You like very that very specific number. That's a fat. I, f- I feel like a six hundred million seven six two. I feel that way. You do. I was yeah. hoping.
0: You, I hope we. I hope you weren't going to say repeat that number, because I was like, I already fucking forgot Yeah, that I that completely okay. forgot
1: as soon as it was gone. I
0: knew it ended with a two, and it started uh, with a six. The boss, the white Shug Knight. Colbain's
2: to my right. What's up, boys? How are you? Uh, a little rough around the edges still, but we're fucking surviving. Can I ask, how did Josh get such an upgrade from last week? Because I think he was Power <laughs> Man 4,000 last week. I
1: gave week. myself 4,000 last week. Oh,
2: okay. So this is on Jeff's ranking scale. Yeah. Uh, just felt like the number to go with tonight, bro. Okay. Uh, Boys, we had a fun weekend. All right. Are you still feeling the effects of uh, some debauchery that was had this weekend, or what?
0: Um. Yeah, <laughs> Little, little rough. Uh, today was a bit of a lackluster day at work, we'll say. Sunday got very hairy. Lots of drinks were had. Saw a nice little local rock show, the new owners at Darcy's West Shore Pub. How was it? Fucking banger, rock and show. The house was absolutely packed. The boys sound amazing. Um, we had a good day. Yeah, overall success.
2: Good. It was rock and rolling. I had fun. It was a good day of football. Uh, my Saints lost.
1: Josh's Bills lost. So we had to drink away that pain. As I am want to do. Yeah. I mean, usually I'll be drinking in celebration because it's been a good season, but can't win them all.
2: Well, now they have half as many losses as wins, so hasn't been an amazing season.
1: <laughs> Still the best start we've had since 93, so uh, I'll take that.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, boys, it was it was a fun weekend. Uh, we had a great podcast last week, and there's a couple of things I need to bring up. I oh, said no. that the Wonder Boy fight was a snoozer, and I had a couple people text me and just say like, "What the fuck were you talking about?" It actually won fight of the night.
1: I don't Did know it if really I saw
2: that? Uh, <laughs> and apparently, I was just in the bathroom vaping the entire time. I wasn't actually watching the fight. So. <laughs> I apologize to anybody I might have offended. uh, Did you ever vape at the table there? No. Oh. We don't want to get kicked out. There's cameras everywhere. It's a casino. It's a platinum room. Show some class. Yeah, we (laughs) thought about that after the other events happened that night. Yeah, if you're doing that, you're fucking stupid. Uh, (laughs) uh, Boys, should we hit it off with maybe the hot Canadian topic of the week? I think
1: we have to as patriots.
2: We are pretty patriotic Uh, here. We love Canada. You people can do whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, the big news this week, Don Cherry, long night hockey time, long night hockey, long time hockey night in Canada, coach's corner host was uh, fired for some apparently inflammatory comments that he made. And uh, I just want to get your boy's take on this first. uh, Maybe we can read out what he said. I'm sure you've all heard it by now. Um, Power man, you have the transcript there.
1: I do indeed. (laughs)
2: you old senile cunt let's go
1: you know I was talking to a veteran and I said I'm not going to run the poppy thing anymore because what's the sense I live in Mississauga nobody wears very few people wear a poppy downtown Toronto forget it downtown Toronto nobody wears a poppy he says wait a minute how about running it for the people that buy them now you go to the small cities the rows on rows you people love that come here whatever it is you love our way of life you love our milk and honey? At least you could pay a couple bucks for a poppy. These guys paid for your way of life. <laughs> the life you enjoy in Canada. These guys paid the biggest price. Anyhow, I'm going to run it again for you great people and good Canadians that bought a poppy.
2: And then a That's thumbs it. up from Ron McLean.
1: Yeah, an awkward thumbs up. <clears throat> uh,
2: so yeah. yeah, there's some stuff to unpack there. First <clears throat> of all, I'd like to point out that poppy sales are not down. They're actually the highest they've ever been. Interesting. So that was one thing that we just have to correct. Do you, do you think it's the actual poppy sale or the actual dollar amount, though? I think it's the dollar amount. So some, there's some big ballers dropping a lot of money,
0: though, so the actual poppy. Sure. You, that is true. I don't see many poppies flying around here.
2: Anymore, really? To be
0: honest. No, a lot less.
2: Sure. A lot less. Uh, so I guess the, the main issue, and the Don Cherry accent was great, by the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah? Thank you. It, yeah. Ten out of ten. Uh, the accent kind of heard the, uh, hid sorry, the inflammatory part of the statement where he oh, right. said, <laughs> you people. And I think that's the phrase that everybody is having the most issue with, because you people sounds like it's targeting something. And I
1: don't actually think that that's the case. Now, in conjunction with him saying, like, coming here and loving our way of life, obviously that's directed at an immigrant population. Mm -hmm. So he would not back
2: down from his comments, wouldn't apologize, is what the word on the street is, and then he was fired for it. Right. Uh, I'll be the first person to tell you, unpopular opinion, I hate Don Cherry. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan. I agree with you, actually.
1: I liked him a lot when I was a kid, but... uh... He's been completely out of touch with hockey for at least 10 years. Yeah, he was sure. dope
0: about 15 years ago when he had the Rock'em and Sock'em and VHSs. My grandpa oh, bought me every year for Christmas. buddy, those
1: were great tapes. Loved
0: him then. I don't know. I'd say for the past, when well, I'm 32, I haven't liked the guy since I'm 20 years old, I would say, to be yeah. honest. He's, yeah, like like Josh just said, he's out of touch. He pronounces every fucking goddamn player's name wrong. It drives me nuts. <laughs> I actually heard that that was on purpose. He's way too stupid for that. That's not the case. <laughs> um, I like Ron McClain. Um, Love Ron. He's the only reason we'll watch anyone watch Coach's Corner, I think. Well, a lot of people, anyways. Um, what he said, I don't think it was the worst fucking thing in the world. There's a lot of snowflakes around here that are so offended by everything. I'm not saying he should have said what he should have, he, he did say. He could have chose different words. I don't think he really should have been fired on Remembrance Day for saying standing up for veterans,
2: to be honest.
1: Yeah, it was pretty bad timing, hey?
2: Pretty, pretty silly, I thought. Do but, you think the timing was uh, intentionally symbolic? Like, do you think this was Sportsnet taking advantage of the situation, saying, like, this is a big deal to us,
1: that's why we're making this change? I want to say no, but I think yes. I mean, probably, but I also don't think that really makes sense. Right. Considering the very thing that he was talking about was trying to garner support for Remembrance Day and the people... Uh, that we're trying to remember, right?
2: Sure, yeah. I was thinking more maybe they're trying to show that they're not alienating that <coughs> sect of society that right. watches their their program. So my, my issue, it's a really sensitive subject and obviously, you know, I get political every once in a while on this podcast. Uh, I have issues with uh, firing a guy because he says something that you don't necessarily agree with. I think that free speech is an important thing in our country. I also understand that like Rogers and Sportsnet have no, they don't owe Don Cherry anything. The sport of hockey is obviously, I would say a more popular thing because of Don Cherry. So he's done a lot for the sport in that respect. He's absolutely helped grow the game. And I'm not talking shit about what he's done for veterans. A lot of people have pointed out online that he's done, he's gone overseas. He's gone to Afghanistan and Iraq. He's shook hands with the troops. He's been on the ground and he's continually played those uh, poppy ceremonies that he does every single year. Which I think is great, and I don't think that anybody thought he was doing anything disrespectful to the the troops, obviously. No, not at all. Uh, The issue arises when the sport is trying to grow, a big part of Canada is inclusivity, and people took this in a certain way. But I just want to know, in him not apologizing for it, does it sort of show that he meant what he said? Whether it's about how it was
1: interpreted or not? Well, I think that he, he, I mean, he's sticking by his guns, right? Like, he he still stands behind the sentiment. And he even said, like, if I did it over again, I probably would have said everybody instead of you people. But the core behind what he was trying to say, he stands behind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: I still can't figure out if he actually said what he meant. Do you, do you guys do, – do you think he was attacking certain immigrants or certain people?
2: I think I that... really don't understand if he – He comprehends even what he was saying. I think that the part that he says, which you can't really argue with, is he says, you people come here, right? So that is specifically pointing out people that come here. Now, obviously, we're all immigrants. Like, our parents are immigrants. Our grandparents are immigrants. Unless you're somebody of aboriginal descent who has been here forever, we're all immigrants. So we've all come here. Josh, you looked like he had something to say. Oh, I was
1: just thinking about the Bering Strait land bridge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're right. There were some pre-homo sapiens that might have waltzed over. Uh, just I'm technically there everybody. Yeah. I don't think that's he was getting at. but That's exactly what it is. Oh. Him. Him. Right. <laughs> gone. Uh, but, yeah, I, 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 Josh, I want to know, should he have been fired?
1: Uh, Sportsnet has the right to do with their employees what they want really. Like, if you want to get down to it, if they don't think that he's expressing the values that they want to project, then sure. They have all the right in the world to fire him. I don't necessarily think that that was the best route to take. It's, it seems to me that it, what it looked like to me was them bending over for the immediate internet outrage, which is super prevalent right now. And seems to be, seems to have all of the power. It's basically Don Cherry was canceled and Granted, like we even said, he probably shouldn't have even been on the air anymore anyway. But it seems kind of like a ticky-tacky thing to take take him off the air for. The part that bothers me is that Don Cherry
2: has not yet said, I apologize to those people that I have offended, right? Right. And I think that that would go a long way. Because I think we would all agree that hockey should be an inclusive sport. People new to the country, old to the country, whoever the fuck you are, white, brown, yellow, green... Gay, straight, transgender, sports are for everybody. Absolutely. And I don't think Don Cherry in any way would be trying to alienate people from watching the sport. But I also think it could go a long way for him to just say, hey, like, I made a mistake in my word choice. I'm sorry if I I hurt somebody. I apologize to those people that I hurt. Yeah. And not even the if, because, I mean, a lot of this outrage culture is people on the left wing that may be white people that see things that they would consider problematic, and jump on them, right? But at a certain point, you have to admit, some people got their feelings hurt by something that he said, and that was, whether that was his intention or not, an apology would go a long way. Sure. And he probably could have
1: kept his job. Did you see that he, in fact, basically doubled down um and put Ron McQueen on blast. Yeah, for apologizing. Yeah, he said that Ron buried him. Yeah, yeah. did he
0: actually use that term buried him? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I thought he said Ron could have been on my. I saw one
0: little interview. He said Ron could have been on my side a little more and stuck up for me. We're not going to talk about that. He kind of said quickly. Um, do you guys also think was that the final nail in the coffin for Don? Like there is it, uh, lots of other things kind of to that, or is that like Josh kind of touched on? Is the
2: internet culture now that you can't you can't piss off anyone. Yeah, because he's had a the number the- of his own controversies over the last 15, 20 years, right? I mean, just I talking rem-
1: about like European people in general. Yeah,
2: I can remember in elementary school, that was a big thing, talking about players that wear visors and players that don't wear visors. They're all soft. And saying the soft Europeans. It's like, well, Don, actually, protecting your eyes is a universally good thing. Doesn't matter if you're Scandinavian or if you're a <laughs> Russian or if you're a fucking Canadian. Wearing a visor is not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I think, Jeff, that's a really good point. It could be a culmination of things. It also could just be the times are changing. Yes. Societies develop. Our society is getting more diverse by the day. And as the national carrier for hockey in the country, you can't be alienating anybody. It's just not... You just can't do it. Whether his intention or not, uh, I think that it was the right decision.
1: It makes sense from a business perspective, for sure. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, And... As much as I dislike the guy, I I am sorry to see him go because, honestly, a couple times a month watching him on Coach's Corner saying ridiculous shit (laughs) and bumbling through it was pretty entertaining. Man,
1: being able to watch his his descent into madness was crazy. Like, he's been around our entire lives.
2: Yes, he really has. And what's gonna happen to the custom suit market in Canada now that he's has oh, gone? Oh, it's down the shithole. Absolutely.
1: We'll just get Burkey and some some good Oh dugs. my
2: god, please put Burke in. I that. really hope that Burke gets hired. Yeah, Brian Burke right now is the odds on favorite to replace Don Cherry. But then
1: what do they call it? Like GM's grotto or something and have them <laughs> in a hot tub. The fat Irish dick? Fucking right. I'm, know, I'm, I'm on that board. Yeah, I don't think they
2: can just call it the fat Irish dick <laughs> <laughs> after having problems with what Don Cherry <laughs> oh, said. Oh, yeah,
0: that's why we're here, yeah. isn't it? Oh, you're right, <laughs> you're right, you're right. Bringing it full circle. Fat shaming, <laughs> and Yeah.
2: Okay. Anyway. Well, yeah, sorry that uh, was a little bit rambly, but it, it's a it's a really precarious situation because it's one of those things where there it doesn't seem like there's much middle ground. If you go on the Court of Public Opinion, a.k.a. Facebook, you see only people being polarized about it and the tough thing is it's an interpretive thing you have to interpret what somebody said and we don't know what his actual meaning was nobody does except for him and he like jeff said he's fucking senile so he probably doesn't even he's know. also 86 and senile too like i i don't think he meant
0: it with that kind of punch and impact was gonna come out like it's, he's kind of slipped his tongue i don't think he should have said it he said it it's fucking over and done with rest in peace don cherry
1: Cool. Well, yeah, let's thank you for your service. Let's, oh, nice one.
2: <laughs> okay, let's table that, boys. Shelf. I guess that can take us into a little hockey talk. We've been saving that for near the end of the episode lately, but uh, yeah, let's get into it got right a away. a Couple hockey fans listening. We just actually saw a pretty crazy end to a game that I I haven't seen a game end like that in a while. <laughs> wow. Uh, Boston Bruins up four nothing going into the third period against the Florida Panthers. Florida ends up uh, scoring four unanswered, going to overtime, nothing solved there, goes to a shootout, and uh, the Panthers take it in a shootout. That's got to be demoralizing if you're the Bruins.
1: No kidding. <laughs> Makes me very happy as a hockey fan and as a secondary Panthers fan.
2: That game was very
0: hairy. I watched every minute, well, probably because I bet on it, um, but yeah, I put a little little parlay on the action tonight, and uh, I had, a, I think, twitch a $20, to 20 dollar bet on the Florida Panthers, uh, I was a four nothing Boston about midway through the game, and I tried to go back on my uh, sports betting website and uh, cash out my bet, basically <laughs> declaring a loss. But you know, may take two or three, four dollars home, and uh, well, it wouldn't let me do that. And look what the fuck happened! The Florida Panthers came storming back, four unanswered goals in the third period. Well, one in the end of the second. Um, like Cole said, overtime solved nothing. A shootout victory. Panthers win five four in a. Absolutely mind-blowing game.
2: Can't believe it. You know it's bad when the sports action websites won't even let you cash out because (laughs) they always let you cash out. Too far against you. You're
1: too toast, basically. You should have
2: doubled down at that point. Oh, fucking
1: shut up! I can't believe that you actually won a sports bet. Yeah, I'm, I'm rolling the last two weeks. Yes?
2: Oh, yeah. Beauty. We're
0: up probably five, uh, with Cole's money coming in oh, soon. Up, up over $600, I think.
1: Fucking right. So that's yes. way better than I expected.
0: I know. I'm going to uh, write you a Fugazi check. <laughs> probably makes up 800 I lost the last month. So. <laughs> 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 we're still treading above
2: water. What else we got in the NHL, Josh?
1: Um, well, the LA Kings reported that they uh, have removed Kovalchuk from the lineup for the perceivable future. Which is um, kind of to be expected based on his performance and what he's getting paid. What but, performance? Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's a like, lot of cap shit. to just sit there if you're not playing him, like, It's just too bad that he came back and didn't perform. I was so looking forward to seeing Kovalchuk come back and just be Kovalchuk.
2: Yeah, so I think he signed a three-year contract, $7 million. A A V. Oh, is that much cheddar? With uh, no trade clause for the first two seasons, and then a modified no movement clause in the third season. This, of course, is year two. So last year he got paid seven million dollars to score forty-two points, twelve goals. I'm pretty sure. Wow. To put that in perspective, Kevin LeBanc scored sixty-two points last year and gets paid (laughs) a million dollars a year. So
1: what about fucking Nate McKinnon making making six? Yeah. And being the third yeah. best player in the league. 99 points last year. Yeah,
2: 95 plus points. Yeah. So, obviously, that's a lot of dead cap. I just don't know what you do when he has a no <coughs> trade. Because no team is going to want to trade for that cap hit with that productivity, right? Fuck no. They're going to buy him out next week. I don't think you can during the season. Can you offer him 65% of his contract for the year? Not when you have a no trade clause. I oh, thought that you... right. maybe you're right. I don't, know, I don't know the contract law, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen the paperwork, but... Uh, yeah, it's not looking good for Ilya going forward Let's here. ship in some Russian gas, get him back on the fucking sauce. 55
0: goals like 10 years ago. Fuck yeah, baby. Fucking slamming pussy in LA, him and Dowdy out doing coke again. Let's
2: get this fucking party started. I think that would solve a lot of the problems. Well, I think having. so too. That's more of a dream world, but hey. They're asking if cocaine's a problem in the NHL. I think the problem is they're not doing
1: enough cocaine. Yeah, they they need like- to bring more in. Bring in more <laughs> snow for the To snow. let the boys
2: go. Yeah, exactly. There, there we right.
0: go. A little uh, dusty down those rails for the boys in L.A., you know <laughs> what I'm
2: saying there, buds? In other news, my San Jose Sharks are still shitty. Uh, they got a couple wins last week. Overtime and shootout, they can't win a regulation game. Uh, they can't score goals. Uh, Martin Jones can't um, save a puck. No, he's brutal, and uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay.
1: So, yeah, we're uh, essentially, I mean, until the last two games, the Blackhawks are doing basically the same thing. It uh, looks like Colton actually made an adjustment. Um, and instead of playing dump and chase with no speed, we're actually <laughs> playing some some puck control, uh, and it looks like the boys are actually having fun again. And they were more just dumping it. They were. I yes. used to. Sorry, I, I didn't hear. I took a long time to understand what you just said. I yeah, used to play
2: fair. hockey against Steve. Uh, sorry, Steve's with us while we're recording tonight. Uh, and his team was so bad, I told him he needed to start playing dump and change. So they just throw <laughs> it in the corner, everybody has a wholesale change. That's, that's what the Hawks were doing for a while, just Basically, dump and change.
1: Yeah, but it uh, looks like the boys are fired back up. Yeah, Canucks big five, fi- Big 5-4 win over the Toronto Maple Leafs, felt good.
2: And Jeff, anything to say about your shitty team?
1: <laughs>
0: They've lost three in a row, a little bit of a slide here. Played all right hockey, uh, not scoring too many goals lately. Uh, we're watching them right now, play the Nashville Predators, the sexual Predators, that is. Um, I think Chris Hansen's favorite team, actually, too, eh? Probably. <laughs> I'll probably take a seat over here. Uh, make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, some buds are Welcome. actually going to, going to Vancouver this weekend to see the Canucks Avalanche Saturday night. Ooh! Hockey night in Canada. See Don, oh, I guess we no, won't I guess be he won't. there, actually, anymore, eh? Bye-bye, <laughs> see ya, Puttsworth. Go
1: say hi to Ron.
0: <laughs> yeah! Ron
1: we're be there, Baron Railers, at fucking number five orange after with me. Fuck yeah. So we'll get after it. You know what would actually be sick? If Don McLean joined Ron McLean and they still got to keep Ron and Don for Coach's Corner, it's Vancouver. Maybe Kurt McLean will be there. Or Don Henley.
0: You just fucked everything. I'm okay, sorry.
1: well, Don McLean is an actual hockey man. 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 He's, man. He spanned the gamut. Anyway. Uh, Sounds like a Spangler. It, the point
2: I was trying to make is it still could be Ron and Don if Don Henley was part of the Hockey Night in Canada. <laughs> yeah, but what's he going to
1: talk about? Boys <laughs> of Summer.
2: He <laughs> can just sing Boys of Summer as the as the theme song. Very very Night appropriate, Canada. appropriate I a hockey post. song for a winter sport. Okay, sorry, boys. I'm I'm derailing Fucking you off the rails. Yeah, <clears throat> all good, brothers. We'll pull it back in here with some decorum.
1: Yes. What were you saying, Jeff? Uh, You're going to go see a game.
0: Yeah, going to Vancouver to watch Canucks and Avalanche this weekend. Do you Saturday. know if the Rat Man's playing? Because he's been injured lately, uh, right? Return of the Rat Man, I believe. Actually, Ooh. Return of the Rat once again. <laughs> um, yeah, should be a fucking great game. Pretty pumped up. <laughs> Probably go to number five orange after see my boy DC Daniel Cormier.
1: Man, I I really shut the wanna fuck go up, there. Peter.
0: And they're going to say something about <gasps> this to podcast tomorrow. Um, yeah, should be a good night.
2: I'm sorry, I'm still crying from Return of the Rat. <laughs> return of the Rat. <laughs>
1: my... Morris. Man returns. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking of the abs, how about thirty seconds into the game, their goalie getting run is that out of the building. Shifley, Shifley, random, yeah, him?
0: yeah, that didn't look very good. I got uh, Shifley my hockey pool. Do you get points for running the goalie,
2: and knock him out of the game? I think so. Yeah, counts 10? as a hit. Yeah, it's a hit. Oh, okay, I'll take <laughs> that. Point one. <laughs> <laughs> a little action for the bars. Uh, is that the only game you're going to this season, Jeff? Or no, I'm actually going to three Canucks games in the next five weeks. That's awesome. Uh, okay. what, what what other ones are on the schedule? Uh, I'm going
0: to see the Vegas Knights uh the Thursday the 19th of December and uh I'm going to see Oilers in uh, December 1st or 2nd something like that. That'll be a hot ticket. Yeah, my bud my bud lives over there and uh, he's a big Oilers fan, so we're gonna go together and check that out and uh the Vegas can go a couple guys from uh work with, so yeah should be good. They're paying actually too, so I'm getting it real fucked wow. up. Wow, yeah, so that's good Is that
1: like a Christmas gift for the boss man? Yeah, pretty much. Fuck yeah. Yeah.
2: They they take you out no, as I'm a Christmas no, party? No, no, some work associates, not oh, okay. employees. Oh, okay. Because I'm pretty sure the way it works is you as the boss and the business owner are supposed to take your employees out, I'm not vice versa. I'm a nice fat bill for that party coming up. I okay. already got it organized here. Can I come to that if I pay for myself? Fuck yeah. Okay, sweet. Where are you
1: guys going for your party? Uh, it doesn't matter. I'll, then run. I'll cut that. You we'll talk about too. it later.
2: I'll figure it out. <laughs> well, Have that, a drink, see a few things. I you know. think
1: that uh, does it for hockey talk. I
2: think it's time to get into the bell of the ball. What we spend the majority of our time talking about. Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> you could go there first. Why don't you take us through the news, Jeffrey? Our boy. Well, not our boy. Not my boy. Um, because you're racist.
0: Um, Colin Kaepernick has a big NFL workout next Saturday. All NFL 32 teams will be there. Apparently. No, they were invited. Oh, sorry. they were invited. Um.
1: A no couple, news so, yet if any of them have accepted. Yeah. Obviously, the Chiefs won't be there. The Ravens won't be there. Patriots will probably actually be there. I saw a couple of Redskins reporters
0: actually made a comment of how it's a. They think the NFL setting them up already because no, it's no NFL scale gonna be there on a Saturday when the, they're all their teams are playing the next day. It's an absolute ludicrous day. Uh, Kaepernick's team won on a Tuesday. The NFL denied that claim. Um... I don't know. It sounds like a bit of a honey dicking to be honest. I'm, I'm not a Kaepernick guy or anything, but... Uh... Seems like pageantry, right? <laughs> just trying.
2: To, Look, yeah, we got this guy yeah, that we, we blackballed for the last two years that yeah. hasn't been able to play the sport yeah, that he wants to play. Yeah, four days notice on a Saturday when yeah. no one's going to be there. Oh, he, thanks, guys. And guess what? He still can't fucking throw
1: the ball. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And he's two years older and two years slower. So actually, how does that work? Does he just, like run around the field by himself while a bunch of men watch him? Is that... Well, that would be a large portion of it. That's You would also have
2: wide receivers there that are either college receivers or former pros. Maybe AB will
0: be there. Maybe AB will be there. I'll
2: stir the fucking pot up. This is is not an abnormal thing. It's just this one is so hyped up and, and reported on because it's the most divisive player in football over the last, I would say, 20 years, right? Which is funny because AB raped a woman and... Ray Rice punched his wife Allegedly. in the face, and Kareem Hunt kicked a chick. But Tyree Kaepernick broke his son's yeah, arm. Or his arm yeah. Oh yeah, that's nice. Shit yeah. happens. Allegedly. Ray Lewis uh, stabbed a guy a couple times. No, Ray Lewis killed a guy. Yeah, oh, he right.
1: actually yeah. murdered somebody. So Jay so, well, Simpson <clears throat> killed every motherfucker. Hey, none of that was substantiated in a court of law. The okay. juice. <laughs> if, I think it the was, was actually hit.
2: substantiated in a civil court. Like he lost a civil claim and had to pay his wife's estate a whole bunch of money. So... In the eyes of
1: the law, the real law, the justice law. So
2: basically, what we're
0: saying, people, is if you have money, you can do whatever the fuck you want, as long as
2: you don't kneel during the anthem. That's fucked. Never do that. Um, I actually wish Colin Kaepernick a bit of luck. Um, but I what's think... what's best case scenario
1: here? He goes to the Bears you took the word to mouth to he to, takes Mitch to, do Trubisky's what, job. to do what like to be better than Mitch trubisky and maybe give them a hope of not being totally
2: bad but what are you gonna do you're gonna he's what 33 34 yeah, I think he's, there. he, he was, might actually be younger than that but'm
1: pretty sure he's like 30.
2: so you're gonna take a guy that uh got bought out of his own contract couldn't get signed by another team for whatever reason. And you're going to start building your team around that instead of the second overall draft pick that you took three seasons before? No, when you say it like that, you're totally fucking right. That's never going to happen. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It would make sense if it was like one of those things where you have a competitive team whose quarterback gets injured a couple games before the playoffs start. Like what happened to the Raiders a couple years ago where Derek Carter any, broke his leg.
0: Any chance the Ravens signing was a third-string quarterback? Why, though? Like They just have that quarterback system of... Lamar Jackson, who runs the ball dominantly, is a great thrower. Don't get me wrong. RG three, great runner as well.
2: So what you want to sign a third guy that can't pass? Like, well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> They've they
0: signed two. I don't. It just seems like the one place to have that kind of dimension of a quarterback. Yeah. If anyone would sign him,
2: I guess that would be pretty funny. That'd be coming full circle because the season that Kaepernick did make the Super Bowl when he had his great run, he was defeated by John Harbaugh and the Ravens. Joe Flacco, flaccid. Uh yeah. I I don't think I don't think we're gonna see him sign and I honestly at this point don't think it has anything to do with being blacklisted or being banned from the NFL. I think it's at a certain point you're just not that good. Or somebody would have signed you before. I don't think that these owners are all conspiring against Colin Kaepernick. That just doesn't make any sense. At the end of the day, most of these owners I mean Dan Snyder is an exception. All they want to do is win. Fucking pots. Yeah, exactly.
1: If you, if you truly thought that he gave your team a chance to win, why wouldn't you sign him? Like, fuck what Roger Goodell thinks. Just, like, if, if he was actually going to do something good for your team, he would have been signed. You would assume.
0: You think if he doesn't press these workouts, someone team might sign him for a third-string quarterback? Or do you think... Not a chance. In I,
1: I can honestly see him being signed for a backup in some of these shitty cities. Yeah. But,
2: like, most of these teams don't even run three quarterbacks, right? Like, yeah, they'll have a scout true. team quarterback, and then they'll have a backup, and they'll have a starter. So what would you have to pay a guy to just be a suitcase like that makes him seem like more of a distraction than anything because if you're signing him as a third string quarterback it's not for him to play no it's not at all
0: you're right it's, he's he's more of a guy maybe if two quarterbacks injured, they might look to him then um if a quarterback got injured maybe this week he might get signed but no the more you say it i there's not a fucking chance he's getting signed
1: would you would you want him in washington
0: no we already have three fucking subpar quarterbacks I'm well that, what
1: i mean so case um, keenan's better than him Colt right. McCoy's
0: better than him. Dwayne Haskins will be better than him. Colt
1: McCoy's hurt. Keenum is also hurt. No, he's just benched. He's oh, benched they now. announced
2: that uh, Haskins going to start the rest of the season. Right, Oof. my boy Dwayne. I hurt. was going to say guy. this was actually one of the better weeks uh, the Redskins have had this past week. Didn't lose.
0: Dwayne Haskins starts as a starter. Miami won. Atlanta won. Uh, the
2: Redskins are looking at that fucking number 1 pick, baby. Jeff did a really good job of taking that chirp and stride, but the reason why it was such a good week is cuz the Redskins were on a bye. So
0: I said they didn't <laughs> lose. They, you're right. You're they right. did not lose. <laughs> you
2: are right. Um <clears throat> you wish the Saints were on a bye this
0: week. Got pumped by the one of the shittiest teams in the league.
1: You know Hey, you know what? Sometimes it happens. It happens. No, uh, I don't need to come to your defense. I'm just still <laughs> I'm what? still salty about losing to the fucking Browns.
0: Oh, you just missed. Let's get into that. Let's no, 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 no,
1: no, no. We already started the Saints. Let's get that over with. Okay. Sure.
2: Yeah. Well, we can start with the Saints. Uh, well, let's
0: slow down for one second. I'm only tripping because my team is absolute dog shit.
2: <laughs> I'm not dissing these guys' teams. They're much better than mine. Period. So this week was a bit of a rust game, I think, and it happens. You, every season, you can have a stinker. It happens. Uh, the Saints lost at home to the Atlanta Falcons, who currently sit with two wins now. Uh, they are the third or fourth worst team in the league. And that's a team that the Saints have historically owned, especially at home. So,
1: And that's probably the team you would least like to lose to, right?
2: Yep. Not to pump your tires, but I think
0: Atlanta is the best team with the shittiest record in the NFL, if that means anything.
1: Yeah,
2: talent-to-win ratio, for yeah. sure. I would say that they're the the... L- underachieving
1: ist. It's team. fucked that they have the record that they do. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: they I think they're at least a five hundred team, but yeah. And uh there's not really much to say. Drew didn't look super sharp. Uh, it was nice to see Kamara playing, but he didn't look amazing either. Uh I think that this is fine. Like this these games happen. They're seven and two. One thing about the Saints is they've actually started 0 two the last three seasons in a row. So they even last year they went thirteen and three. They ran the table essentially with mm-hmm. one loss. Very I impressive. I'm not really worried about it. the The thing that sucks is with the Niners losing. If the Saints had of won, then they would have been tied for the one seed, and that home field advantage throughout the playoffs makes a huge difference. Normally, depending on who's refing the game, but uh, I'm I'm not too worried. It it happens. You lay an egg sometimes, and uh, it wasn't a great game. It's uh, over. Don't forget about. It. And if you all remember, Jeff took the Falcons two to one, so I lost forty dollars on that game. I'll have the shit I'll have the quesadillas. Uh, do we want to just go down the games and chat about them? Because there were some really exciting games. But I think this was the biggest week of the upset we've seen. Oh in a yeah, long it time. was like
1: bizarre world watching those games. Um, I'll gloss over the Browns and Bills real quick here. I
2: just
0: had a question for you about that game sure. first. Uh, you, you can probably touch on this more, Baines, but how the fuck were the Bills a dog going into that game with a six and two record, six and three record at that point?
1: Six and two.
0: Six and two record at that point, playing
2: a Cleveland team with a two, two and, six and six record. Jeff one thing that you of all people should know, Vegas doesn't lose.
1: (laughs) Vegas is
2: essentially undefeated. And so everybody else looked at that, myself included, saying, holy fuck, bet the Bills. Because I honestly did think that the Bills were going to win that game. And I think that Vegas thought exactly the way that you and I did. Just, (laughs) they're smarter than us, right? Yeah, they know what they're doing. But it is strange for a six and two team to go into a two and six team. And, uh, be an underdog, right? Yeah. It's just, it's I mean, legally, you can't do that.
1: If you look <laughs> it's bullshit, if you look at the schedule that the Browns have had, because we are just going to talk about this every fucking time we talk about football <laughs> strength of schedule, the bills have had a rather easy time. The Browns have not. So the Browns have lost some games that maybe they wish they could have won, but against like pretty good teams. Uh, unfortunately, Steven Hauschka missed a couple of field goals that really would have uh, sent us over the top. There, we got chubbed hard. Fuck, Nick Chubb's an animal. He was swinging that dick. Kareem Hunt was looking sick in the second half. Kareem Hunt looks very fresh. Dude, I'm stoked he's back. uh, Because I separate the artist from the art, but (laughs) uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it was it was unfortunate. The offense didn't look great, and you've been saying how anemic their offense is, and it's true. But I really hope that I really thought that the defense could pull it out, and they didn't. So you know, another week of adjustments. We're going into Miami this week, so uh, Miami's rolling. Miami's got a couple wins, but they're fuck all.
0: <laughs> that little Will Smith, welcome to Miami. This I shouldn't have said yeah. that.
1: I I don't shit talk because I hate being wrong, and I oh fuck, fuck Miami.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the the Dolphins actually, what is that? Two straight wins. They're now got three wins on the season. Fuck the off. Man I was pretty. Excited I thought they on just Sunday. had the two. I, I might be wrong. I thought that this was their third win of the season because they beat the... No, yeah, because didn't they beat the Redskins, the Bengals, and the... They lost the Redskins. They should have won. Oh, you're right. right. Sorry, two point? Point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Okay, sorry. Fuck me. Uh, All good, baby. All let's, good. Let's get to uh, Tennessee Titans, Kansas City Chiefs. Upset of the week? Upset of the week, for Upset sure. Upset of the year? Yeah. Uh, last week, I was out here tooting the horn about how I thought the Chiefs, especially with the way that they're... Uh, defense has improved while well, Pat Mahomes has been out I said that they're third or second in power rankings uh they did not play a good game Pat Mahomes had the second or third best game of his career what, four and they yards, still four lost
1: touchdowns basically
2: 446 and three yeah Jesus Christ dirty stat line and somehow the feisty Tennessee Titans now at five and five they
1: refuse to die they do uh Derek remember Her- the Titans. Derek Henry went off
2: for, I think, 180 all-purpose yards and a couple touchdowns. Uh, It's one of those games where you think, what could have been? We saw Harrison Butker miss a field goal, essentially to put the team up by nine. Uh, And then he also had a field goal blocked as time expired to win the game. So tough game for the Chiefs, especially with how well the offense played. The defense just had no answer for the Titans' run game. Yeah, Henry's pounding that rock all day. Looked very impressive. Every time I watch that guy
0: run the ball, I can't I almost forget how big in size the stature that man is for a running back. He looks like a goddamn linebacker pounding the ball through the gut. Um, that was a big win for Tennessee. Um, Would have been a good game to put some action on, but uh, we fucked that one up, I guess. We did. Well, I wouldn't
2: have bet on that game anyways, actually. but uh, <laughs> Can we want to wanna get to the banger of the week here or what? Wait, I just want to go over a couple more quickly. Okay, cool. The Battle of New York. Absolute dog shit. The Jets come out with a win over the Giants. I didn't watch one second of that game. Saquon had like 14 rushes for like three yards or something like that. It was brutal. Yeah, he's it, played terrible. Just having a not a great year. That was a real shit
1: fight. <laughs> just like people picking up handfuls a real of shit. shit fight. Yeah, it looks like you brought shit to a shit fight. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, like diarrhea shit. What Fuck else are you supposed to bring to a shit fight? I don't know. Not shit. <laughs> Would you bring piss? Fuck to the it? other two New York teams. They yes. both
2: suck they do that was a boring game i'm glad i didn't have to watch it uh then we had the buccaneers beat the cardinals a lot of people were picking the cardinals in this one i don't know why their defense him. sucks because you can't trust Jameis. five points but Jameis, like they they have that two-headed monster of uh, ronald jones and peyton barber Say it. true say
1: it no no that's last
2: week it's done in the past <laughs> say it though two-headed shit snake uh, two-headed <laughs> <laughs> shit snake and then we had the Dolphins take out the Colts, which was a pretty big upset wow. as well. Yeah. Now, the one upset of the week that I actually did call, which didn't come to fruition, <laughs> was the Panthers beating the Packers. I thought that Christian McCaffrey was going to run wild on the Packers, but uh, yeah, you,
0: the defense you, held him in check fairly really well. You really brainwashed me on that one. You pounded all that energy in. I mean, I fucking put some money on Carolina, and uh, well, <clears throat> that didn't pan out too well, did
1: Is LaFleur actually like a good coach? Uh, Is he making like good plays? Do you think like what? How uh, how are they winning these? Man, games? if you couldn't
2: like, it, like, I think that Power Man, you personally could coach the Green Bay Packers to eight wins. I mean, I guess yeah.
1: with Aaron Jones and Aaron yep. Rodgers, a tale of two Aarons, uh, and then the others, Valdez, Scantling, and the fucking Devonte Adams. Yeah. And oh yeah, Devonte. And... Devontae's looked like shit all year. Uh, yeah. I I I think that you
2: have to be a a terrible coach like right. maybe freddie kitchens might win seven games with Ooh, them Ooh, yeah <laughs> freddie soup right. kitchens uh but yeah no i i thought that the panthers were gonna run wild also keeping christian mccaffrey in check means 140 all-purpose yards Is that by blake the way.
0: martinez middle linebacker
1: i don't know the green bay linebacker. he does have the last name martinez i believe it's I blake know. martinez he's a, isn't ho- blake martinez a hockey player
0: there can be more than one blake martinez
1: Powerman. i don't think so i think there's only one let's fucking gamble on it right no now. that's Brad Martinez. No, you're thinking of Brad Marchand. No, you're thinking of me. Oh, Blake Martinez, my old Coke dealer. (laughs) That's who it was. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Remember him? I have no idea what you're talking about. Maybe we'll bleep that name out. Probably couldn't
0: say
2: it on the air. Maybe you shouldn't talk talk about doing cocaine at all on a podcast. Eh. Let the boys play. Half a dozen one, half a dozen the other. The other big one of the week, uh, Steelers beating the Rams. The Steelers have somehow ripped off a pretty impressive win-loss record since Ben roethlisberger Where the fuck out. is Todd Gurley? Todd Gurley... <laughs> What's going on? I think it might be time to almost hang him up for Todd. What is he doing? I think that he has arthritis in his knee, like was but reported last But there's nothing year. you can do about that. Yeah, I think it's... It, unfortunately, the Rams have squandered his career. You
0: spike that knee up with some fucking painkillers, and you get the fuck back in the game. Just get him
1: to crank down some uh, fucking what stem cells. Yeah,
0: stem cells, that's a shit.
1: Fetuses. Well, mm-hmm. you
0: don't have to eat a fetus.
1: Well, I don't know. worked for uh, Christopher Reeves. Eat a few Thai babies.
2: Fuck, you'll be good to go. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> That's oh. Yeah, Todd Gurley has looked ineffective at best this season. And I honestly, one of my best friends, uh, Sean, is a huge Rams fan. And even him watching it, he was like, what is going on? The thing that we talk about a lot, and I do apologize, I'm very hard on the Rams, especially just because of the way the Saints season ended last year, but Jared Goff is not taking strides forward. In fact, it looks like he's moving backwards. He's regressing. My MVP Um, candidate is not looking so hot right now. (laughs) Versace's MVP candidate is not looking like he may even be a starter next season. But uh, all things considered, it's it's going to be tough for the Rams here to make the playoffs. They do play in the best division in football, I'd say. Hands down. The NFC West uh, sharing a division with the Seahawks, the 49ers. And can we say that the Cardinals are a... They're On, they're on a, the rise, I would they're say. They're an on-the-rise team. Yeah. It's not easy wins against the Cardinals, right? Fuck, they might be the best team in the NFC East. So they went in there right now. That's not... <laughs> shit You're not division. wrong. You're not they're wrong. They'll be pretty close. Yeah. So, uh, going to be tough for the Rams going forward here. Interesting to see if they do actually make the playoffs. That'd be a pretty pretty meteoric fall from grace. Would you Go, bet right now they make it or don't make it? Don't make it. I think it's too tough in that division. I think I'm with you. Yeah. What about you, Power Man?
1: It's really tough because of recency bias. Like They look so good last year that I don't want to give up on them and Sean McVay is a great coach and sexy and they have they have what should be a great defense i think that they have
2: one of the best coaches and i think that cooper cup is a top 5 wide receiver well, in the league well they
1: have three of the better receivers in the league
2: yeah cooks is out oh. woods has not looked as good this year but, but he has i think potential. cup is unbelievable and did you see how many catches cup had on the weekend no i did not Zero, oh. they didn't get him the ball once. He had three targets and zero catches. How how
1: much of that is on is that on golf?
2: I think that, you, a little yes, 50-50, maybe. But you can't say that it's all on golf, right? Like, well, you gotta yeah, run your job is out. to catch I mean, the ball.
1: Yeah. So
2: yeah, interesting to see going forward what's going to happen with the Rams. I I don't care if they make it. I would yeah. actually rather them not make it. The yeah. only thing then is they get a better draft pick. I don't really want that. Their uh,
0: defensive star Aaron Donald has been very.
2: Ab- average
0: this year at best, I would say. They paid him a big ticket. He's absolute freak of a man. Maybe the NFL's other linemen have figured him out this year. More double teams. Um, I don't know. He hasn't looked the same, to be honest at all. If had- you'll
2: recall, he was voted number one. Best player in the league by the players, yeah, so an absolute freak. Pretty crazy to see him having. What does he have? Two and a half sacks right now. Yeah, two and a half, three sacks, and uh,
0: not as many pressures as all either. It's not all in the. It's all in all in those box scores all the time with the sack numbers, but
2: uh, yeah. Also, removing the Su from that uh, line and then being able to essentially triple team Donald that makes it a little tougher on fucking him. Fucking idiot. No doubt about that. We can quickly just say that the Vikings beat the Cowboys. That was actually a pretty good game. Uh, always happy to see the Cowboys lose. Yes. Uh, Jeff, I know you don't love Kirk Cousins. I know he's fucked you over a couple times <laughs> in your times, life, but friend. I'm sure you were happy to see him take out your But I hate foes. the Cowboys more, though. There you go. I was about 10 pints deep, but then didn't run much of the game. <laughs> Why don't we let you take us through the Monday night game, Jeff? Because I know you watched that whole thing, uh, on the edge of your seat. It was a pretty fucking good game. It was a fantastic game. Um, I thought the Seahawks
0: were winning outright all game. I got a little scared at the end. Put a nice little wager on there. Had the Seahawks plus six points and they covered and won outright. Um, it's just a barn burner all night, guys. Back and forth game, a couple defensive scores, a couple interceptions. Um, both quarterbacks look like all pros at points and look like absolute Colin Kaepernick's at points. <laughs> um, I don't know, Chris Carson. I think you said made a comment about him being a fumble lightest motherfucker all the time. I didn't really think of that till I kind of concerted on that game and watched the way he, he holds the ball and does move and... Uh, I think he fumbled the ball twice last night. He did recover one, and they lost one,
2: I believe. He's leading the league in fumbles, and it's not even close. I think he has three more lost fumbles than the person closest to him. Jesus Christ. Is the next
1: one Nick Chubb? Might
2: be. Might be. Is that at running back or overall? I know Kirk Cousins is a fumble king, too. (laughs) Oh, that's at running
0: back. Sorry,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Josh Allen's got a couple fumbles, too.
0: Yeah. I think we saw two of the best defensive ends in football last night in Joey Bosa and Nick. Uh, sorry, Nick Bosa, younger brother Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, and uh, J- Jadav. I can't say his name ever. Jadavian, Jadavian, Clowney. Jadavian
2: Clowney. I can't say his name too well. Um, Nick Bosa might not only be the defensive rookie of the year; he might be the defensive player of the year. He, he's been unbelievable. I think that, we might
1: have said that last week,
0: and it still rings true. He's oh, bringing sorry. that smoke no, on every goddamn snap. He looks absolutely insane. A physical specimen. I saw him in the pregame warmup with his shirt off. What an absolute
2: freak! Must be nice, hey?
0: Uh, you know, yeah, I wouldn't put a shirt on. Look at that guy either. Good genetics there. Yeah, the boss is doing okay. Um, yeah, Clowney had pressure in uh, Jimmy G's face all night. Ah! A couple sacks, couple force, fu- one force fumble, at a touchdown. Uh, pressured him all night long. Um, a guy I, I thought looked great last night. You've been talking a lot of shit about. I thought was shit, honestly, too. Richard Sherman. Had a couple good pass breaks up, couple
2: good hits. He looked like a uh, back to his Pro Bowl kind of self. He just doesn't have the speed that he did before, right? That's really what I'm talking shit yeah. about. And if you <laughs> notice, they give him a lot of safety help over top, and he doesn't play cu- He doesn't play press anymore.
0: He was underneath on the, the few big hits I did see. He had a couple good knockdowns. Um The kicking game on both sides was very
2: good and very poor at times. So they're now Seahawks are eight and one. Eight and two. Eight and two. Sorry, and the Niners are eight and one. Gun to your head today. Who wins that division? Last night I'd t- I have to go with Seahawks, I guess. But fuck, you know, razor fan split decision. It's hard. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm gonna say Seahawks, but it's a. It's a and game. the Seahawks have only lost to Lamar Jackson and the Saints. It's two yeah. pretty good. Teams <laughs> you're you're not to complaining about that. Yeah. Um. No. Both make... games at home, though. By the way. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. Russ look. Russ didn't look amazing. He looked good. <laughs> he threw an interception in the red zone last night, which he never does. So in overtime, yeah. So that wasn't a that wasn't a Russ's great game. It wasn't Jimmy G's greatest game either, though. So I don't want to say the Seahawks could be better, but I think the Seahawks could be a lot better. DK Metcalf dropped three balls that I saw. Um, had my fantasy man fuck me over there. Um, yeah, Josh Gordon had a few two or three very significant caches. Not the biggest yardage, but you know, ten, twelve yards. And they, when they mattered, kind of big first downs in the, the game, making those
1: important catches. Yeah,
0: very important, sure-handed catches. Uh, he, looked, I think he looked pretty solid in that uh, Seattle uniform, though. I was impressed. Uh, I want some money. It was obviously <laughs> nice too, but the game itself was per- beautiful game. I really enjoyed every minute of it.
2: Yes, I'm... taking the teams out of it because I dislike both of those teams. It was <laughs> very entertaining to watch. The one thing I will note is that Tyler Lockett was taken to the hospital after the game. Mm-hmm. Good point, uh, he yeah. had a bad leg injury, which we didn't really see on the field. We just saw he wasn't playing in overtime. So never wish for injuries. Uh, hope for a speedy recovery for him because he's having a monster season. Oh, that guy's he's a burner. So he's good. got some wheels. Yeah. Josh, you had something to say there?
1: Oh, I was just going to say uh, I'm sick of the Seahawks and would take the Niners just for the sake of wanting the Seahawks not to win that fair. division. Yeah, very fair. Probably not going to come to pass. They're going to yeah. fucking figure out a way to make it happen. But
0: yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't ever
1: want to say I have a second team
0: like some bullshit NFL fan, but this, if, I do, <laughs> if I did have a second team, they would be the Seahawks.
1: Okay,
2: so what are your top five for power rankings now after this week? <coughs> power Man, you want to hit us first?
1: Sure. Am I going to go descending or ascending? It's usually done ascending. Okay. At number five. Sorry, i got to count on my hands here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you have five fingers on your left hand.
1: Thank you. Uh, you, Yes, I do. Four fingers and a thumb. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you,
0: Jeff. Oh, Canucks score. Suck my fucking dick. Predators, Chris Hansen.
1: Okay. Number five. The sneaky Houston Texans. Ooh. I didn't think they were going to make my list, but there's something about them. I think they're going to... They're looking very well right now.
2: Deshaun Watson is an undeniably... Great quarterback. No kidding. Not just good, he's great.
1: Do you know how long JJ's out?
2: The season. Tore his t- pack. He's
1: well, toast. that sucks. <laughs> uh number four, I got the pack. I mean, regardless of they they have key pieces that are very good. I got the Niners at number three, Saints, number two, and number one, the Baltimore Ravens.
2: Wow. You know the path. No the Brady five. Love.
1: Well, maybe it's recency bias because they they had a bye this week, so I didn't watch them at all. (laughs) Cool. And you know what? Again, strength of schedule. Strength of schedule. It's just like the the teams that all of these other teams have beaten are so much better than all the teams that the Pats have beaten.
2: Yeah, it's that's it is a really fair point. And then you see them play against obviously a very good team in the Baltimore Ravens, and what happens? They slash and dash. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeffrey. Uh, Mine's similar. I got uh, Packers.
0: Looking very strong. The Raj Man, one of the kingpins of the NFL. I have the Saints at number four. I know you're going to evil eye me down there. Scarface no, looking good. Had a little weekend off. No big deal. I uh, got the 49ers at... I don't know. I'm putting the 49ers from the Seahawks. I don't know if I should do that, but I am. Um, I have the Ravens and Patriots tied with the first place. I can't really figure it out, so I'm going to call it a tie. Fair. So Chiefs dropping off your list this week. Chiefs out. I kind of forgot about the Seahawks after I just spent 20 minutes talking about them. I don't know how I did that. <laughs> Like an idiot. But, uh, yeah, I got Seahawks floating in probably number six. But, yeah, I'd say Ravens and Pats
2: tied for one. 1A, 1B. Yeah, I had the Seahawks five. Okay. I had the Packers four. Uh, and then I have the Niners three. Guys, I'm worried about the Saints. Uh, honestly, like I know I'm saying this was just a tune-up game. I'm worried about the Saints. Uh, well, if I, I play like that again, you should be. But, I, like you said before, you're allowed to have one shit game a year. So
0: Yeah. And uh, I have the Ravens two, and I have the Pats one. Okay, so we're all in the same in the same vicinity. We got we all got the Seahawks and the Kansas City Chiefs kind of squeaking
2: around the six ties kind of spot. So
1: I mean, I guess we are all watching the same league, so that would make sense. Yeah. but
2: differing opinions, sure. right? Like my top five is completely different than it was last week because of yeah, some yeah. things that I saw. Totally. So I'm excited for this next week. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: I'm so afraid of Lamar Jackson, <laughs> as you should be, and, and also like impressed, and I, I love watching him
2: play. We actually didn't touch on that game, which we maybe quickly should. But Lamar Jackson had a perfect passer rating. Shit, did he? Hundred and fifty-eight point three. Uh, he had three R- incompletions. Perfect has a
1: point three.
2: Well, the highest passer rating you can I get know. is one fifty-eight point three. That's fucked. It's really weird. Why, can it Why can't it be two hundred? Why do you got to go know. With that number? Yeah, it, it's be. strange. Uh, Lamar Jackson had as many touchdowns as he did incompletions. Uh, he sprinkled in three passing touchdowns with a beautiful 48 yard rushing touchdown.
1: Oh, oh that was the real, the, like the nice spin move, right? Yeah, Fuck, it was, was crazy. So
2: and uh, yeah, he was playing the Bengals, the winless Bengals. You still got to get out and play. You still have to do those
1: things, right? This is a thing that I've heard on a couple of other podcasts, but it rings true. You can really tell a great team. When they absolutely fucking destroy a bad team. Because <laughs> yeah. they don't play down to their competition. They're still playing as well as they possibly can. Very and Belichick, just crushing ask. them into the dirt. And it's beautiful to see.
2: That's one thing that both the Seahawks and the Saints tend to do. You'll see them play down to their competition yeah. quite a lot. You saw that. Actually, it was the it was the uh, Falcons both times, essentially. The Saints played down to the Falcons this week. And they lost because of it. The uh, Seahawks played down to the Falcons two weeks ago, and it almost they almost lost to Matt Shaw. They could have lost. Matt Ryan. So.
1: Um, on the Bengals' front, I had a thought today while I was at work. Do you think... Is it possible that Dalton was benched to save him the shame of playing for this team right now? Nope.
0: He's benched because he sucks dick. Okay. That's it. He's a bad quarterback.
2: I honestly think you could make an argument for either way. You don't want to risk injuring a guy that is coming into the later years of his career who has had a fairly great career statistically. You know your team's not going to make the playoffs. And they have a young quarterback that they're potentially looking at for the future. Why not let him get a couple of games? Uh, a- Andy Dalton wasn't the problem this year. No. The problem was essentially everything else.
1: Mm-hmm. That O-line looked like shit. But oh. then
2: the other the other thing is it does seem like it does seem like they were taking the same approach with uh, AJ Green because he was all set to play this week, and they were like, "Ah, oh, don't just don't worry about it. Don't worry <laughs> about playing." So I think maybe they're trying to protect their investment that way. Jeff, you really, you really don't like Andy Dalton, hey? No, I just don't think
0: he's that good of a quarterback. I thought he's kind of always, always overrated. He looks like Conan O'Brien's son. Um, <laughs> Conan O'Brien is dope. Uglier than Santa. Conan O'Brien's a dope guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. AJ Green having a you know a Pro Bowl receiver not playing all year. I think Joe Mixon's massively overrated. I think he's a subpar running back. Um, yeah, they're boring to watch. Yeah, no love for Cincinnati whatsoever. Yeah, fair enough. And my team's played dog shit, so,
2: you know. Well, they are. They have an infinite number of more wins than Cincinnati. They do. The other thing with Lamar Jackson, just to get back to him for a second, only quarterback in NFL history to have a season <laughs> with two perfect passer ratings. Jesus Christ. So, that's, pre- that's pretty good company he's with just himself there. He's a nasty man. Yeah.
1: I just love how nobody expected this at the start of the season. It was going to be well, I think like, yeah, had- he's, he's good, but like, He's really good at running the ball.
0: Yeah, me and Cole basically predicted everything happened at the beginning of the season. More, oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah. Mar- I think Jackson, I called though. Lamar Jackson as the MVP at the start of the season. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, that was the bullshit side. I think me and Cole both said he's actually an absolute bust uh, against <laughs> yeah.
2: 17
1: picks. I, mean, I think man, the shit. word I used was gimmick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: so He I'm, could have been more wrong, I don't think. Yeah. I'm so happy to be wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, me too, absolutely. I, he's a good lot for of fun to watch, and he's great for the sport. Uh, any final football thoughts this week,
0: boys? Um no. Redskins coming off a bye. Big game. Big game versus the Jets this weekend. Um You could be, win that. Should be electric. Um yeah. Excited to watch the game.
2: That's about it. I'm cool. in a
1: similar boat and looking forward to crushing the Dolphins.
2: Nice. Sweet. Uh, boys, hold up for a sec. I just got a very important Snapchat. I think we need to listen to it. Okay, but
0: Is that the infamous Rams man,
2: McGrath? I think that was McGrath.
1: That was a very important service announcement. He's, yeah. he's obviously
2: eating in tonight. One of the baddest <laughs> motherfuckers in the game
1: right there. Give him that
2: BMF <laughs> talking title. Baby. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Should we kick it over to some fighting news, Jeff? Yeah, let's get in now. Um, I'll, I'll start with... Uh, you, do, you do your thing. I watched Stylebender on Rogan today, and holy fuck, I love that man. I was talking about it. He's cemented himself in my heart. He wore a Naruto t-shirt on Joe Rogan. That's dope. And had to essentially explain what Naruto was to Rogan and it was amazing. <laughs> it was like one of those okay boomer memes coming to life. <laughs> and he was like uh, tried to do give a, a light explanation of it and you could tell Joe just had no idea what was going on. He's like uh, there's 700 episodes. Yeah. Uh, it's tough to explain. Joe didn't give a shit. I could do. But uh, really funny interview for those of you that are MMA fans. You should go give it a listen. He was uh, taking a couple sneak disses at John Jones, a couple at Yoel Romero. There must have been uh, four or five good jobs at Jon Jones, actually. it's like,
0: oh, I can't remember them off the top of my head, honestly, but they were, they were pretty damn entertaining. I, I, I don't know. I'm i a big fan of Israel Adesanya, the last style better, the middleweight champ right now. Um, he also called out the scariest man in the middleweight division, Yoel Romero, Um.
2: An absolute fucking savage. One of the scariest men I've ever seen in my life. I like it, though. It just shows that he's not afraid of... He actually, I don't think, is afraid of anybody in no. the world. He, diss, he was dissing
0: John Jones and calling out <laughs> Yo Romero. Yeah. Like, you're a bad motherfucker if you do that. Yeah. Or you He's have a, a death G. Wish, one of those things. But uh, yeah, go check that out, guys. Rogan was, was an amazing podcast.
2: And then you had another interview that you listened to that you wanted to talk about. I or? did.
0: Um, and the MMA fans out there caught the Nick Diaz uh, interview on it. Ariel Helwani's podcast. What's up, Paramount?
1: We'll play it for you here. Is there a part of you that
0: sees your brother? Your brother, for the longest time, was you know Nick's younger brother, sort of in your shadows. Now, become one of the biggest stars in the sport. Do you take pride in that? Are you happy to see him become such a big star? He's beloved. Uh, yeah. That's so. Yeah.
1: That's 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 one of the last things somebody said to me. Was, you know, that's great, that's great, you know, like, like <laughs> so they're like, that's great, yeah, you, now your brother has everything you ever wanted, and you have nothing, and I'm said, good. That's all I meant. I meant okay. that, uh, and that means every, That that's all, that means everything to me, so that's what you meant, and that's
2: what I meant, like, that, of course, that means everything. To what the know, fuck?
1: That's what you said, right? Like, yeah, you know, if, um... Does that make you happy? Does that make you sad? Not that you didn't have it. I don't give a f- That's what I'm talking about. That's okay. what had happened to me, and I had to elaborate
0: on. Well, how do I feel about that? I'm that's like, probably enough for this interview. For um, uh, anyone, anyone oh wants to God. tune in, tune, tune in to our board, Ar- Ariel Hewaney's podcast. Um, very uh, extremely awkward interview. Uh, I'm not sure if the guy has some uh, CT issues. He's just um, hitting the vape pen too hard. Hitting the vape pen too hard. I don't know. What's, he was
2: drunk. He was high. I don't really know. He was,
1: Might have been he, hitting the slopes a little bit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, he'd be way more
2: alert if that. I know. One um, thing that we do like about Helwani is he's always asking the tough questions. He, he isn't just giving them softballs, and that's one of the things that he's made his career on. It's also one of the reasons why the fighters seem to like him a lot. But uh, I, don't, I don't think that's what he was getting at there. No, no it wasn't. I don't know. Every... I watched the whole interview. Ariel must have
0: called, asked him 12 to 15 questions, and he basically didn't answer one of them. Um, he really? He kind of just started talking about something else right away, and somehow the, the media made it sound like he wanted to fight Jorge Masvidal. He he very vaguely touched on that. I, I, I watched the interview. He didn't say that at all. Um, the media flipped it over and said, he, he wants to fight for the bad motherfucker title. Well, it's not what he said at all, but...
2: When was the last time that Nick fought the UFC? I fought BJ Penn
0: four years ago, maybe? Um. He beat the shit out of BJ Penn. BJ Penn's lost six or seven in a row, so I don't really know what to say about that. Uh, yeah,
2: everybody's beating the shit out of BJ Penn. I don't know.
0: What I want to see, half my, half my head says, yeah, I'd love to see uh, Nick Diaz versus Jorge Masvidal. Um, the other half says, no, I don't I don't think that guy should never fight it again. He needs some serious help, I think, honestly. he's Yeah, that was tough to listen to. It was, very, it was awkward, very tough to listen to. Um, I hope he gets some help, honestly. That was brutal. Yeah. Any other... You
2: had some boxing you wanted to oh, talk about?
0: Oh, the big man. The big fucking man, Tyson Fury, um, heavyweight boxing kingpin. I'm sure a lot of you guys know who Tyson Fury is. Um, I've heard the name. He's a he's a kingpin. Uh, he's joking around about hitting the UFC up and uh, calling for a fight. Most people thought it was more of a joke. Then he posted a video um, training with Darren Till, the gorilla Darren Till, fresh off a big victory last weekend. Um, both couple of English blokes working out together. He said, uh, and he looked pretty crisp, pretty clean, throwing some knees and kicks there. Looked pretty pretty impressive. Uh, end of the video, he said, "Dana White, give me a jingle, baby. Let's make some fucking, uh, let's make some money here and make it happen." So, Tyson Fury also electric personality. One of the got the style, got the swagger. Basically, he's a a guy you just want to watch.
2: Anything he does, you want to watch. So he'd be um, really a really big get for the UFC. But I don't know why he would want to go to the UFC with the uh, amount of money he's making boxing. I'm with you
0: totally. Um, take a leg kick or a shot to the body from fucking Francis Ngannou, or taken down by. Uh, a guy like Frank Mir or someone like that, knowing no jiu be kind of... It'd be odd, but you know what? He's probably going to make a huge payday for one fight. It'd be, it'd be good for everyone in the UFC, Tyson Fury. Uh, it'd be exciting. I'd tune in.
1: Wouldn't it be more likely an event similar to like the Floyd May- Mayweather-McGregor situation where they would actually just make it a boxing event? I doubt so that, it.
2: I don't think that's what he's looking for. I think oh, that really? he's looking to fight in the UFC. Oh, he's actively right. looking to Oh do yeah, it. he made it very clear he wanted to be in the UFC so oh, mixed dope. martial arts skill set. It, it's okay. kind of funny how we have no problem considering WWE wrestlers as potential UFC fighters but the minute an actual boxer wants to step in the ring we're like whoa hey easy now heavyweight
0: king that's 33 and 0 also, yeah exactly
2: yeah. undefeated boxer whoa back. hey well, you don't really have the training for that
1: <laughs> brock lesnar come on in <laughs> fuck who gives a shit well, brock lesnar is a f- different fucking animal <laughs> yes, he's he... not from this planet also can i ask who gave darren till the nickname the gorilla jeff no, no 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 he was co- a, he multiple
0: was, MMA sites call it too
1: I just don't understand like he is the least gorilla like fighter I've ever seen he's
2: like an albino gorilla yeah.
1: he's not even thick though he's a big lanky bastard
2: yes and no the uh, so when you saw him fight he was fighting down a weight class uh, right? so he had lost a bunch of weight for that fight okay whereas before he was weighing 15 to 20 pounds more yeah he's probably probably uh, 205 210 pound
1: kind of guy all right that makes a little more sense yeah. I
2: mean, you and I definitely look more like gorillas than yeah. Darren told us.
1: I've been called the vanilla gorilla many times.
2: <laughs> many times. Yeah. Interesting. I well, used to you get had a tough upbringing.
1: No, I... no, those were good times. Oh, I was getting down and dirty with the cash- cashiers at Red Barn.
2: How dirty? Elaborate. Was, like, pretty
1: dirty. Yeah. It's good time,
2: time for a kill story. Sandpaper finish.
1: Oh no. The... Well, yeah. Every time. It's <laughs> <coughs> nothing to tell. Just a nice summer when I was twenty-three. Best summer of his life. One of them. Those this. were the best And then she uh, banged one of the managers life. and then went to uh, Asia for three years. As you do. Yep. This is
2: when we would need Don Henley so he could sing Boys of Summer. <laughs> After
1: the boys of...
2: Okay. Okay. Summer. We digress. Yeah. MMA action. Um, interesting stuff. I'm excited for the covington Usman fight next month. That's going to be a fucking tilt.
1: I want to see him fight.
2: Man, I was... Bye, man. I was a big
0: Colby Covington fan. He's like... For the last probably six, eight, not probably a year, I've been on a, on his train ride. He's pretty fucking awesome. Like, the more I watch his interviews, the more he, he repulses me, and the
2: shit he says is so rehearsed and it's so bad. It just Jeff, I've said this a couple times, but Colby Covington is just you if you made it big. Like, I don't know why you dislike him. If you were in the UFC, you would be Colby Covington.
0: Fuck, you're not wrong at all. <laughs> this is my style not exciting, but shit
2: talk connoisseur. Yeah yeah fuck you might be right uh, Power Man any interesting events going on any music any uh, movies any cartoons anything you want to talk about that's down the more artistic side than uh, what Jeff and I usually talk about <laughs>
1: uh, well my band Gnosis is releasing our second EP on the 29th of this month it sounds fucking heavy and I can't wait for people to listen to it fucking that's, right, that's one thing uh, I mean there are a ton of movies and shows that I'm watching Watchmen is awesome. Castle Rock is awesome. Oh, we just had
2: Disney Plus launch today. Oh, yeah. And that might sound for some of you listening like something you do not want to watch. But uh, Disney Plus (laughs) basically uh, Disney streaming service to fight against Netflix and Crave and HBO Max and those big boys. But uh, it launched today with a new Star Wars show, The Mandalorian. Very cool TV show. I watched the first episode today. Y'all got to get on that. So this is basically Netflix and uh just all Disney, yeah, content? so D- Disney owns Star Wars and Marvel, right? So you oh, have okay. all the Marvel movies, Marvel cartoons, and all the Star Wars movies, Star Wars cartoons. They have a bunch of original content coming out over the next couple years it's uh looks like it's pretty worth it their <laughs> Their library is pretty big. I took a decent perusal through it today. Uh, worth the nine bucks a month or whatever it is. I mean, fuck, what do you spend on alcohol on a, on a weekly basis? You don't want to no know. No comment. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, that's. I, I'm stoked on that. I'm just getting into it right now. Nice. Hopefully
1: check that out one day. Yeah. Been playing a lot of The Outer Worlds, too, which is uh, fucking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's. I don't know if it's incredible. It's, an, it's a fun game. It's great. I'm liking it, too. Yeah.
2: Boys, any final points? Parting pieces of wisdom for our loyal listeners.
0: Not really, guys. Um, just want to say thanks for joining us. For another fantastic episode this week. Um, probably have some good stories for you next weekend. Uh, have a heavy weekend. We'll do it all over again next week. Thanks a lot,
1: Power Man. Yeah, you know I'm really enjoying these natty lights that you brought tonight. Oh yeah, um, natty daddies. that's a that's a new one for me. I uh, I would consider myself a nattyite now.
2: 20 bucks for a 15 case and it's fucking crisp.
1: Fuck, that's better than the Suck $21 for the deadly. PBRs. Yeah, not a bad Way deal. Way better
0: than PBRs.
1: Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I am just told you it is. Well, I don't agree with you. Thank you, I fucking ends. hate you. that You don't agree with me? <laughs> for listening.
2: We love you as always. Thanks so much for uh, making us a part of your routine. I hope
1: you fuckers have a good week. Keep your chin up, everybody. It gets better. Drink responsibly. Keep your dick on the ice. Wear a condom. <laughs> or not. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Nobody on the road Nobody on the beach I feel it in the air The summer's out